Hey everyone, it's Dr. Dave coming at you from the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic on a vacation slash seminar in Atlanta, Georgia for the day. Apologize we're getting this uh, health update out to you late today due to a tight travel schedule. But uh, hopefully you are, as I am, creating some great experiences in your life today as usual. Your daily health update is going to have some six interesting areas of information for you on this Friday, December the 7th, 2018, heading into the weekend. Hope you're looking forward to a nice one. We're going to look at uh, why social media use, either restricting it or increasing it, may be good or bad for you. Big thing in society these days. We're going to talk about blood donations and how the Red Cross might be uh, in a little bit of dire need of your life-saving fluids. Low-carb diets and um, exercise. Of course, we're going to talk about those two things as we do mostly on the daily health update on a daily basis. Finally, we're going to talk about a not-so-happy subject but happens to some people we see even when we're examining them. We see their toenails. might have a fungal infection there. What do you do about that? And finally, one of the big things I see and deal with every day with chiropractic and especially with non-surgical spinal decompression is lumbar disc degeneration. So that's where we're headed today for Friday, December 7th, as I mentioned. Hopefully, you find some value. If you do definitely pass this information on to your friends and or shoot me an email and I'll make sure you're getting the hard copy um, if you would rather receive that and or get that along with the podcast. So social media is something that has become pervasive. I don't think I've ever seen my daughter sit down at 15 and watch television. Everything happens on the phone or on her uh, tablet and or laptop and uh, she watches programs but all of it on those devices never on a tv from what i've ever seen and if she is on the tv she's probably hooked into one of those same uh, networks like netflix and whatever the case may be but restricting social media use may actually lead to mental health benefits in this study researchers tracked and analyzed the impact of social media on the mental health of 143 users and found that restricting social media use had a significant and beneficial impact on reducing depressive symptoms especially among those with a history of depression that from the journal of social and clinical psychology december 2018 think like so many other things in history when we look at the discoveries that have been made and they have a positive use they can also be used in some negative fashion we just want to be cautious that this technology that we're exposed to doesn't harm us or doesn't start to affect us on a negative capacity so there's tons of great use of social media staying in touch with people Uh, I love it because I can be a fly on the wall of people's lives stay in touch with people I haven't seen since high school and I wouldn't maybe necessarily hang out with them in person or we've lost touch but I love to see what they're up to I love to see how well they're doing and their kids I also like to learn about their challenges and occasionally support them and just uh, send a lending thought to them when they're going through some problems and I think all of that has some positive use Uh, but again if we become so self-obsessed in social media or we rely on it in order to get through our day it could become problematic and some of the content and what we're exposed to can also be hard for us to process mentally and emotionally and that could be affecting our overall mental health especially in terms of depression so be cautious cautious about the quantity of time you spend and the quality of the time you spend on social media it could definitely have a health impact 
On another note, the Red Cross is issuing an urgent call for blood. The American Red Cross reports that blood and platelet donations to the United States are urgently needed due to a shortage of donations in the last two months. According to the Red Cross, blood donations fell 21,000 units short of hospital needs during the months of September and October. The president of the Red Cross says that they are asking the American public for help. As they head into the busy holiday season, they're facing a particularly challenging situation and need blood and platelet donors to replenish the blood supply for hospital patients that are counting on them. And that's from the American Red Cross in November 2018. I think I've seen similar calls for help from the Canadian uh, blood services. There's a, a blood collection uh, uh, station at the bottom of the Hudson's Bay Tower at Young and Bloor that I go by quite often. They're always asking people to help donate and uh, if you're one of those people who feels like lending a hand in that way then uh, it's a good time to get out and do that and uh, you can anonymously help save somebody else's life if that's uh, something that you're comfortable doing. Diet and fitness, two big things on the daily health update. Today we're going to talk about how low-carb diets can boost your calorie burn. In a clinical trial involving 164 adults, participants who followed a low-carb, high-fat diet burned 250 more calories per day than those on a high-carb diet. Senior researcher adds that the study refutes the conventional thinking that it's only caloric cutting that matters. This study suggests that you'll do better if you focus on reducing refined carbohydrates rather than focusing on reducing calories alone. That from the British Medical Journal, November 2018. Certainly the quality of the calories you take in every day means more than the quantity. There's probably a limit on quantity, but in order for you to eat the quantity of calories that would be bad for you, you would have to not feel full. And that is the problem with refined carbs. They not only not make you feel full or you can eat more of them before feeling full, that feeling of satiety or fullness doesn't last, hence your ability to go back and eat something else or eat some more. But when your source of carbohydrates comes from vegetables, um, especially, then uh, maybe some uh, less refined and more whole grain um, uh, foods, then uh, that satiety will be higher. In fact, if you have protein and fiber at every meal, you're more likely to feel full and then you can have as many carbs as you feel like having, but you're not going to have that many because you're already going to be full. So that's a good strategy behind um, that low-carb diet, if you will, but I think it's more the proper carb or the quality carb diet that's going to get you there. And a good example of that would be the Mediterranean diet, for example, or following a low glycemic index or low glycemic load diet not only good for calorie burn and or weight loss but just for sustaining health and wellness in the body overall exercise can help support that good choice in food and uh, the same goes with people with specific conditions like cancer so there are several benefits for patients with cancer when it comes to exercise. Among a group of 60 patients currently under cancer treatment, those who participated in a supervised exercise program not only experienced improvement in their physical fitness, but they also reported benefits related to their social, cognitive, and mental well-being. That from the journal Oncologist, November 2018. The healthier you are when you're going through a situation, the better you're typically going to come out. And uh, exercise is, is definitely one of the things that can help support your ability for a positive outcome in many situations, as is your diet and your food selection. Specific condition in terms of your wellness or prevention today we're going to talk about is not a pretty one. It's a fungal nail infection. 
Fungal infections are common in toenails and fingernails. If your nails are discolored, thick, brittle, crumbly, and curled, then you may have a fungal infection. The American Academy of Physicians suggests the following if you have a fungal infection of the nail. Cut your nails short and file down the thicker areas. Don't use the same nail trimmer or file on healthy nails that you use on infected ones. If you go to a nail salon, bring your own nail file and trimmer. Wear waterproof gloves when washing dishes or floors. Wear socks made of wicking material to draw moisture away from the skin. Change your socks when they are damp. Wear clean, dry socks daily. Use antifungal powder inside socks to keep feet dry. Wear shoes with good support and a wide toe area. And avoid walking barefoot in public areas. So that from the American Academy of Physicians, November 2018. Some great suggestions there on keeping your feet healthy and well. Not only the nails, but you definitely want to watch out for things like plantar warts uh, and even uh, just letting your feet breathe and letting them contact the ground. There's a lot of uh, positive health benefits to that as well. And if you notice that uh, those nails aren't getting better, you definitely want to contact a healthcare provider. Of course, as always on our daily health update, and I'm a little bit out of order today as I try to get this done during my break, uh, since I didn't have time this morning, is that we are not treating, diagnosing, or curing any illness or disease with our time together today. However, we're shooting some positive information in your direction so that with your absorption of that information, you can continue to focus on your health and wellness on a daily basis. And when you do so, you never know what kind of problem you can improve or as in this case with uh, fungal nail infections, how you might be able to treat them and get them better. And certainly after your own self-care and attempts that you've made, it's definitely good to talk to somebody uh, who can assess your toes and give you something. Uh, and typically, it may be a naturopath who can provide you with perhaps a non-medical option. Even short of that though, if that's not working and or you want to be a little more aggressive, definitely talk to a medical provider about getting rid of those nail infections. Finally, on the chiropractic side of things, we're looking at lumbar disc degeneration today. That's when the space between the two bones in your spine in the lower back uh, start to lose height. That tissue typically uh, wears out. It starts to desiccate or dry up, and it can even crack and fissure, and that's what leads to disc bulges, disc protrusions, and disc herniations, as well as a disc rupture, potentially. Um, and it, those changes are linked to other musculoskeletal changes as well. It, uh, the question becomes, is disc degeneration an isolated process or is it accompanied by other degenerative changes? And in this study, investigators analyzed lumbar MRIs or low back MRIs of 100 symptomatic patients and discovered that severe disc degeneration is closely linked to vertebral end plate changes and fatty infiltration in the paraspinal muscles. The findings suggest that disc degeneration is not an isolated event, but rather a continuum of other degenerative events. That from the World Neurosurgery Journal, November 2018. Of course, chiropractors quite often rely on diagnostic imaging, but not only MRIs and CT scans, but also plain film x-ray, which can demonstrate a loss of height or change in that space between the bones, even though you can't see the disc as well as you would on an MRI. You can definitely tell that the process is happening but also the health and shape of the vertebrae. 
and uh, we can tell how long a process has maybe been going on roughly and uh, that gives us an idea of how long that area has been dysfunctional and that ultimately is quite often the cause or source of those changes and getting that area more functional and recovering as much function as possible is part of the healing, relief and recovery process as well as the ability to sustain the good health of that low back in the future but sometimes the disc itself and the pain itself requires some immediate intervention and non-surgical spinal decompression can, has been shown to be quite effective in many of those cases but again all of this should be customized individualized and personalized to the person so if you have had or been diagnosed with and have not sought out other opinions on how to improve your low back pain especially if there's disc degeneration it always pays to collect as much information and options as you can all right so that's your long friday december 7th daily health update on the run live from atlanta georgia and uh your quote from the day comes from billy jean king who says champions keep playing until they get it right i'm here this weekend trying to keep learning and keep growing as a practitioner and as a person so that i can continue to deliver to people who find me and who need and want the care the best care available and uh going to keep doing that until we keep helping many people get it right in their life in terms of their chronic and acute pain and their overall health and wellness so that they can keep creating those great experiences in their life every day because I think that's what our days are designed for. We're here for a purpose and that purpose is to live out what it is we feel like we need and want to do every day and if we're going to do those things we should do them with the greatest experience possible. So I appreciate you for listening in and I appreciate you for sharing. If you have any questions, uh, you have any comments or feedback what we're doing with the daily health update either written format and or on the podcast or you have any other suggestions, ideas or questions, don't hesitate to reach out. You can reach me by email at drdave at dkchiro.com. That's Dr. Dave, D-R-D-A-V-E at dkchiro.com. Or you can find us at torontoneckandbackpainclinic.com and uh, you can reach me through there. You can find me on social media, DK Cairo or Dr. Dave the Cairo and uh, connect with us there. We're on all the platforms, uh, I guess, the major ones and uh, it would be a pleasure to connect with you there. But don't do it this weekend. Go out and have some fun this weekend instead. Uh, find something uh, enjoyable to do but do keep, keep taking care of yourself every day of the week And uh, I'm going to catch up with you again next week starting Monday and I'll look forward to talking with you then.